This episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by the crushed dreams of getting fit while in lockdown. You really thought it would happen, didn't you? You idiot. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report on Wednesday the 28th of July. Charles, a day where very, very bad news is likely to break (laughs) for us here in Sydney. That's right. It's four extra weeks of lockdown for everyone in this city, unless you're a property developer, in which case, um, you know, you can go back to work on Friday. But Thank everyone God. else, it's uh, it's lockdown. We've got a, it's basically another four weeks of purgatory, Dom. This is, Minimum. This is a horrible day for 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 everyone, and it's on the same day that Melbourne gets to be free, and Adelaide gets to be free, even even Western fucking New South Wales get to be free. When have they ever been better than us? Charles, look, I know it's hard. I feel down too. But I, at times like this, I turn to the little messages, little sayings that our friends elsewhere and that we ourselves said when other places had lockdown. So let me just try a few of them on you and see if they make you feel better, all right? Charles, stay safe. Oh, What? Stay fucking safe. I've been in my fucking house for five weeks. How much safer do you want me to fucking get? Uh, you, you've got this, Charles. You've got this. No, I don't. I haven't got this. Gladys certainly doesn't have this. Like, every day I sit at home doing fuck all except this stupid podcast with all these stupid people around me on Zoom and everything like that, and every day... It gets closer and closer to my house. There was a fucking breakout down the street. There's an outbreak in Zetland. There's Leichhardt. Like, it's all fucking around. Don't tell me I've got this. Apparently the nearest hospital to us, Charles, yeah. was turning around ambulances last night. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, so it's not, it's not looking good. Um, well, yeah, but yeah, don't forget. because they've all got this. And this being the fucking COVID virus. Hey, hey, we're all in this together, Charles. We're all in this together. No, we're not. We're not all in this together. Is Victoria in this together? No, they're out of fucking lockdown. Are the property developers? No, they're swanning around. Even the fucking singles get to go and have sex with other people. I've got to have sex with the same person each night. Charles, yeah. would you like to become a property developer with me? Oh, I am, I am there. I am there. I am taking – and the good thing about New South Wales is you don't even have to follow the law – like, you don't have to follow lockdown laws. You also don't okay. have to follow safety laws, basic laws of physics, engineering. Like, you can just build something and it collapses and you get off scot-free. The- so what about, Charles, um, starting later today, yes. we go and just demolish – James Packer's new casino at Barangaroo. Yes. Like pane of glass by pane of glass. They're not going to use it. No. They're not getting their license. No. Let's just chip it away and take it down. We're, that makes us mm. in the construction industry. Yes. And we're not locked down. It's very good that the construction industry is is free. And I think that the deconstruction industry <laughs> should yes. also be free from Friday. So I think uh, that that's a perfect plan. What, what have we got coming up on the show? Charles, we've sent Alexa down to Melbourne. Uh, he was there at the very moment when the town opened up again, the lucky bastard. Oh, the lucky bastard. And also we're talking uh, to Dave Milner from The Shot, the voice of Melbourne. Um, I think we're going to try and get him to cheer us up and make us feel like there's there's an end in sight. Tall order, yeah. but he is a very nice guy. And also we've got uh, Cross to the Olympics with Xander, who's, of course, our correspondent in Tokyo this week. Why did we send all of the team out of Sydney 
for essential work and stay here ourselves. Does that doesn't make any sense? Well, no, no, because aren't we? He- we're heading down to Hillsong in in Mexico at <laughs> the end of the week. But first, let's head to Rebecca Danamuno in the Chaser Newsroom. The New South Wales government has sent police to stand guard in front of a block of apartments in Blacktown to make sure no one leaves for two weeks due to COVID. This comes as a relief to the officers who have spent the last 20 years harassing the residents of these apartments. Now they finally have a legitimate justification to do it. Olympic swimmer Kayleigh McEwen made history by setting a new Olympic record in the 100 metre backstroke. But the real highlight came during the live TV interview after the race. When she was asked what she wanted to say to her family, she quipped, I'll swim to your granddad's house and bite his fucking nose off, cunt. A truly endearing once-in-a-lifetime Olympic blunder. The Organisation of Petroleum Exporting Countries has had an emergency summit now that the US is pulling troops out of Iraq and Afghanistan. A spokesperson for the organisation expressed nervousness as now that the US Army is no longer bogged down in the Middle East, any one of the OPEC member states could be invaded next. That's the latest Chaser news you can't trust. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. 
between all the different lockdowns. This but day. are we now gonna are we gonna be like you and just suddenly be all angry and bitter and, and triggered? Kind of. Kind of, Charles. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That is absolutely what's coming. There will be a few differences though. One of the things that we were I mean, part of it is that we're gonna be better about this than you were. Because, <laughs> you know, we've been there and it fucking sucked. And mm. I just Charles, yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but you like in the middle of the hell lockdown, none of us want to talk about. Yeah. You called me from a pool party. You <laughs> 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 fuck with Charles. <laughs> I'm starting to think that you're the reason we're in this lockdown all of a sudden. Karma. Yeah, yeah. But that being said, your press won't be as nuts as our press. Whereas you've got a liberal government, you'll, you'll have a cushier but, time there. No, but that's that's not true. Like your press, your Herald Sun, your Sky News, that's why you were able to sort of get through the lockdown. Because you had, you know, a f- point of focus to go. Well, yeah, like we, we rallied against. We had something to rally against. We had a bad guy that was actually productive to channel energy against. Whereas here it's more complicated because, you know, the Murdoch press, Sky News, Gladys Perdiklian, they all seem to agree with each other. They do. But it goes even further. Like Miranda Devine, I couldn't believe it, almost fainted. She hates Morrison now. They're all ganging up on Morrison for fucking up the vaccines. It's Mm. actually quite bizarre. Like it's like seeing a dog eating its own tail. I just think that's... That happens with the Murdoch press whenever reality jars with their narrative this badly, just because they have to maintain some form of plausible deniability that they're not just this conservative propaganda outlet. But so yesterday, the government in New South Wales, because if you think it's just a federal government vaccine stroll out, then there is actually a few figures. Yesterday, the government in New South Wales announced that they would be setting up mass vaccination hubs for AstraZeneca in the most affected suburbs. And uh, guess how long they're going to take to roll out these things, given that it's a total emergency. And Well, have they outsourced this? They do that a bit. Well, the, the thing is that the announcement is coming on Friday and you'll start being able to book and then it'll be another two and a half weeks before anyone will actually get a jab. Until Friday, you are still required, if you're less than 40 years old, to get a note from your GP before you go and get AstraZeneca. So, I mean, it's just a complete farce. Gabby, how long do you think it's going to be till you get the jab as the youngest person on the call? Oh, well, actually, to be honest, I've, I've sort of distracted myself, really, from, from researching it. Um, instead, I've gotten really into home improvement. <laughs> uh, and so I've actually been able to thrift a couple of pieces of plywood, and they're perfect because they're just my height. Mm. Um, and so I've sort of just been fashioning kind of like a, a, a cot or a... Um, uh, a bed, sort of, with walls. Like a um, screaming and it's, chamber. It's, yeah, Gabby. I have a feeling that it might actually come a fair bit in handy because at the end of this lockdown, either the COVID will get me or I will just choose to not participate <laughs> any longer. <laughs> you can't get sensitive if you don't say it. So okay. I, I take it you guys are all in extremely bad moods at the moment. Um, <laughs> no. Well, it gives, no, not no. at all. Because yeah. you know what? N- nothing gives you more perspective than the lack of will. So <laughs> I, I feel, feel ethereal as well as satanic, which is great. I hate to do this, but we have to. The three of us are still in prolonged hell. Dave, how good does it feel today? Come on. 
Come on, tell us. Go on. No, nah, don't, don't make go me on. do go that now. Go Thank on. You guys. This is such a trap. Go I'm on. Go on. What's your, what were your plans today? Were your plans like 10 a.m. coffee, noon lunch? Yeah. Oh, my God. Smash some avocados, oh. wander the laneways, look at a gallery, have oh a coffee. Oh, my God. Do the whole thing, wearing black, being a cunt about Sydney. <laughs> you in a pub at 12.01. Because of the whole, we haven't recorded live, I'm still under lockdown for live. Nine more hours, and I would appreciate some more sympathy from oh. the rest of you guys. You fuck with. Charles, you, Charles, Charles, you called me from a pool party. Yeah, that's true. I was four months into the worst period of my entire think, life. I'd gone insane. And you were making me write month, about it the whole fucking time as well. And yeah, next well month too. he'll call you from underwater. Yeah, <laughs> One more thing. As the voice of Melbourne, as we like to call you. Please um, stop it with that. For marketing purposes. Um, is there any chance that, that just after this is all over, presumably we probably have about the same number of days that you did, can you maybe chat to your fellow Melburnians and just get them to hate us just a little bit less? I will absolutely do that for you guys in a um, little bit. No promises. Charles <laughs> did call me from a school. Yeah, can you just get them to hate Charles and yes, like the rest the, of that's us? That's the way to do I will it. redirect the anger there. I'll that's make that it. promise. Yeah. That's the what, one. What I should do is I'll move to Brisbane. And then everyone can be united <laughs> into a common enemy. Enjoy the delicious freedom that is yours, you fucking bitches. <laughs> this episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by the crushed dream of getting out of your pyjamas today while in lockdown. What are you thinking? That anyone's going to care? No one's going to see you, you idiot. Now, Charles, as you know, we at The Chaser Report, we consider ourselves the first draft of history. Whenever history is made around Australia, we are there, aren't we? Oh, absolutely, uh, which is why we actually wanted someone to be down in Melbourne for 12.01am last night. Yes. Um, to, you know, as Melbourne came out of lockdown. Amazing uh, moment. So, so what we did is we dressed Alexa up in uh, as a removalist. Yes. Um, sent him down to Melbourne to sneak into Melbourne, and uh, he's joining us now. It's, it's just ticking over 12.01am. Alexa, how's it going down there? It's great. It's great in Melbourne. I love it. Now it's going off. It's amazing. Uh, pe- people are doing shoeys here. People are doing maskies. That's where we are. Um, drinking beer through your mask. It's, 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 it's absolutely brilliant. It's so much better than in Sydney. Actually, it's better than Sydney even before COVID. Has anyone spotted you as being from Sydney, Alex? Or has anyone realised that you're not a local? No, no, no. Look, I got my, my high vis on. I look like a removalist. It's it's completely fine here. Everyone's treating me like all the other Sydney removalists there. How, so did, you, how did you get out? Because don't you live in southwestern Sydney? Yeah, see, that's the trick. I have to go out through the back door. So um, there are lots of police, like, all around the apartment complex. But um, <laughs> there's bits that they missed, you know. So I just slipped out the back... Um, Grabbed a grabbed a free piano from Gumtree and just pulled that across the border. And you and you're sounding quite good. Uh, you know, the last few days you've been a bit groggy. Um, has has your cough c- uh, cleared up? Has it? Um, yeah, I think so. Actually, just had had a lot of had a lot of spirits. Um, that just knocked it straight out of me. I'm 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 feeling great. Could you uh, taste the spirits though, Alexa? No, they, they make them so well over here. Um, they've they just got a better culture, better bartenders. It's just, you can't even taste the alcohol. It just goes down. Do you, so do you think you might score tonight? Like, what's the well, that, what's the vibe? That's the best part, right? Because they've gotten rid of all the restrictions. But um, one of the restrictions that are still there is that you can't bring anyone back home. 
which is great for a guy like me because I usually get um, super nervous and I, I get a lot of FOMO when I don't bring anyone home. But now that it's illegal, I can I can leave the club, you know, feeling like I would have been successful if it wasn't for the restrictions. It's, it's the perfect night out. Well, Alex, have a good time and look... What I suggest is just make sure you leave something for Melbourne to remember you by. Okay? Sorry, I, I, I can't talk now. I'm, I'm, I'm currently being kissed by, by multiple, multiple people. There you go, Alex. So live from the victory party as Melbourne comes out of lockdown, representing Sydney in that special moment. Are you a politician desperate to divert attention away from scandal after scandal after scandal? Of course I am. Here at the Engadine Institution, we've come up with the perfect solution to get you out of even the toughest questions. That is a wonderful thing. Under pressure for bungling a vaccine rollout? Simply bring up the fact that people think you shat yourself at Macca's. Hey, can I clear up one thing? Not the Macca's thing. The Macca's thing? Ages ago. The Macca's thing. Right, yeah. It is the biggest urban myth ever. The Engadine distraction is guaranteed to ensure everyone instantly forgets whatever you were talking about and instead remembers the fact that you probably did shit yourself that one time. A woman in your workplace was assaulted and you did nothing for over two years. Why did you cover it up? And we've always joked about it uh, amongst our team here as I've driven past it on occasion. And I say, do you want to pop in for a Big Mac? (laughs) The Engadine method can be used for any questions, no matter how obscure. Scott, is it true that you invited the Hillsong founder, a man who covered up his father's sex abuse, to the White House? It is absolute and total rubbish. Really? Oh, well, how disappointing. The Engadine Method. Try it yourself today. Because the best way out of a tricky situation is to bring up a sticky one. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Well, it's another day of the Tokyo Olympics. More medals for Australia yesterday. Gabby and Charles, let's see if Xander's still alive. Hello. Um, yes, but it's been a long and critical 24 hours here in Tokyo. Oh, shit, Charles. You won the bet. Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. Why, so what's going on? Why is it so bad? I'm not sure if you're aware of the incident yesterday after the 100 metres backstroke, but shortly after the Australian athletes left the pool, an F-bomb was mm. dropped. We're still assessing oh my the God. situation here. Um, it is quite serious, and we know that yeah. the advertising casualties could be in the tent. Oh, oh my right. goodness. Wow. That is it's disastrous. How has it come to this, Sander? Well, I mean, in, in such a shocking event, you know, it's being held amongst a pandemic. 1,000 people are getting sick every single day. But to think that mm. something like this could happen is just unprecedented. Yeah. I mean, it, surely there, there are systems set up and, and guards and security mm. to, to stop F-bombs being planted. I mean, what, 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 are the heads going to roll within the organising committee? Well, from what we understand, an Australian athlete, um, Kaylee McCoon, has taken responsibility for the event and has claimed responsibility. So the IOC and Australian broadcasters are working hard to ensure that copycat mm. attacks do not happen after any other goals that may take place. 
What worries me, Xander, yeah. is everyone's wearing a mask while they do their media while they do their media interviews. How can they possibly source the uh, offending audio? No, that is the big problem. It could literally happen at any moment. As soon as that mic goes mm. live, an attacker mm. could drop an f bomb, and it's quite serious here. And there's been a noticeable shift in tone amongst the participants at the mm. event. Xander, uh, how are you feeling? Are you scared? Because honestly, our insurance doesn't cover cover you if if you suddenly go missing from, you know, other bombs, C-bombs, S-bombs, you know? No, um, it's definitely tense for me. I didn't expect, you know, the the Olympics are a period of joy and harmony for everyone Mm. and for someone to do an attack of such nature here really has shocked me to the core. I mean, Mm. I should just jump in, Gabby. You're not entirely correct. There is an insurance on Xander, but it's life insurance. Charles and I benefit. (laughs) Oh, wait, do I benefit? There's no health insurance for Xander, but... Uh, yeah, well, we, we actually all, do we quite all, well. Wait, 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 but, but would that company, money get, go to the company and then be redelegated to me and the other yeah, the, the company benefits. Yeah, it would help pay your oh, wages. Oh, okay, well then, yeah. Zander, yeah, I, you know, wow, yeah. I hope you don't die. I'm, I'm giving you important oh, yeah. coverage of one of the yeah. biggest events to happen during this pandemic and you're uh, mindlessly brushing it aside. Are there, are there, are there certain <laughs> words you might use when you're feeling this way? I would I would use quite harsh language, but yeah, due to the tone you, of the moment, no, no, due to the tone of the moment here, I'm going to exercise restraint because it's all our responsibility in order to unite mm-hmm. as one. If you drop an F-bomb right now, Xander, I mean, the Japanese uh, security police are going to just jump on you. I dare you. Go on. Uh, I wouldn't. No. Go on. Go on. Say it, Xander. Uh, fuck you guys. Wait, no, 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 no. I'm in Australia. It's just- <laughs> oh, my God. Is he going to be okay? Was that Bruce McAvaney punching him in the head? This episode is brought to you by the crushed dream of maintaining a minimum acceptable level of hygiene while in lockdown. Nothing matters anymore. You don't need clean teeth, you idiot. Now, Charles, just before we leave each other once more, it's so hard to find a positive thing to say these days, a, a note of optimism, something mm. to reassure ourselves that things really can and do get better. But I've got one for you, Charles. I've got one. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> the good news is that there's an island uh, in Swansea, 25 k's north of Newcastle, New South Wales, yes. um, that is changing its name. <laughs> and oh, yeah. um, I think you'll be excited because it goes to show that Racist things can be changed. Um, the name of the island, I'm just going to say it once because it is obviously offensive. Well, yeah. it's called Coon Island, Charles. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, and Lake Macquarie City Council voted eight to five to rename it. Yes, five people in Lake Macquarie <laughs> Council thought that it was a good name that should stay at this point. Are they renaming it to... Cheese Island, or <laughs> like what are they? They're calling it they uh, Pirita it? Island. I went. I was there like about a year ago. I, I went there. Yes, it's a very beautiful island. Well, it's not really an island though. You can walk onto it. It's basically just like a pier. A racist it's, uh, pier is the point. Yeah, a racist um, pier. yeah, but we did walk around going. This is a very odd name for an island. <laughs> so I'm glad that's. Um, Five people. Yeah. Who are those people? I mean, the move to change the name was, yeah. was led by Liberal councillor Kevin Baker, full credit to him, and he yes. said it was a name that was genuinely racist and genuinely hurtful to a lot of people in our community. Charles, five people did not <laughs> go with that argument. Actually, it would have been more, but they were all down at the, the anti-lockdown protest in Sydney, so they missed the meeting. 
<laughs> sure that's true. <laughs> All right. Please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We beg because it really does make a difference. It makes us go up in the charts and look like we're more successful than we are. Thank you in advance. Our code word for today is, look, just basically for today's code word, just use anything but the old name of the island, would you please? I think that'd, yeah, be, right. I think that'd be a really good thing. Yeah. Uh, lots of news at chaser.com.au around the clock if you haven't joined up already. Join our Facebook and our Instagram, which is Chaser War. And we're on TikTok as well, which is a great way, apparently, for the Chinese government to collect mm. your data. And and also, I should just mention, you should donate to the Chaser Beer Drinking Fund. Uh, we had a very large donation on Saturday night. Oh, really? How two much? And a half, two and a half thousand dollars. Got That's donated. like a case of craft beer. That's so exciting. <laughs> exactly. So I spoke to the guy who donated two and a half thousand dollars today, and... He said that actually he was drunk at the time and he wanted to contribute actually $2.50. So, <laughs> so, Good on yeah, you for I, following that up, Charles. That's very yeah, well played. Yeah, Honesty so, is um, never the best policy. Yeah. So, anyway. Thank you to that person and um, unthank yeah. you uh, yeah. retrospectively. Nevertheless, um, it's a good cause. Us, what better cause is there than that? Our gear is from Rode Microphones and we're part of the Acast Creator Network. Catch you tomorrow. See ya.